0: Okay, so hello and welcome (laughs) to the Enlightened Couch Potato Show. I'm Nicholas Rave and this is... Adrienne Gunn. We're here with you today. And what do we do here?
1: Well, we like to help people learn how to watch movies and television for maximum psychological and spiritual development. That's what we do.
0: Nailed it. I did. And this week we are (laughs) experimenting with changing up our format a little bit. So um, I had the idea that rather than uh, being kind of scattered and talking about everything that we've been watching, which is what we've been doing for a while, that instead that we sort of deep dive on one thing specifically and – then we could like assign projects and then put our thoughts together about the movie and then come back and discuss it. And so this time we're going to talk about one of my really favorite action movies from the 90s. And and this was true even in the 90s. I remember seeing this as like a teenager or something. And being like, this movie rocks. And I've thought about it periodically throughout the years. I'd seen (laughs) it a handful of times. And I never hear people talk about this. Like, this movie, to me, should be up there with, like, Die Hard and other classic 90s action movies. Right. And um, uh, I just, I absolutely loved it. I I loved going back and rewatching it. It definitely screams 90s action movie, for (laughs) sure. Yeah. Um but I found it much deeper this time than I have in the past which I think is a testament to our enlightened couch potato methodology. So okay. uh what are your thoughts on The Long Kiss Goodnight starring Gina Davis the and Samuel long, L. Jackson?
1: Long Kiss Goodnight. So when you brought it up shit a month ago it feels like a long time. You were it, very insistent that I watch it. Then I did, and then it's been a long time since you finished the end of it. I was like, "What are you talking about? I didn't." It was.
0: It thing. was. It was my fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Gina Davis, Samuel L. Jackson, and that was it for me. I'm like, oh yeah, a film existed. I think there was action. I watched a lot of things back then too, and I think it's really yeah. fascinating." but i seem to have the same i don't know illness that everybody else has with this particular movie where it was like oh yeah that happened and it's completely gone yeah. uh, especially because i like gina davis and i went back and i was looking at her imdb and and we were talking about like wait she's amazing Why hasn't she been up to more? Why didn't they utilize her? And I had theories about like, you know, the over 40 actress gets like benched in the 90s, early 2000s. Like it wasn't until 2008-ish when television started bringing back older actors and actresses back into the world and that became rad. So yeah, she'd done Thelma and Louise League of Her Own and then uh, some weird okay did did you know
0: cutthroat island
1: I was gonna ask you about it I looked it up I'm like what female pirate what now
0: with the who oh are? my god it was it is a legendary <laughs> bomb it's not bad like if you watch it I, I'm like I don't know why people didn't like this movie um but it is legendarily it was the it was the biggest loss of any movie at the time wow. because they they actually built fucking pirate ships real basically and then right. blew them up it was like a 120 million dollar movie when that was a big deal and wow. uh, and it made like 40 or something I don't remember the actual numbers I'm sure I'm getting that wrong but I remember that it was on lists of like the biggest box office failures of all time but yeah. she is a swashbuckling swinging from ropes from one ship to the other pirate right. in that movie and it's great. I've heard
1: zero about it. I don't know how it completely... I completely missed that that movie exists. Maybe they didn't advertise it. You want to do that one anywhere. next? Oh my god! I was going to watch it with knew. Faye. There's like quick changes in there too with Bill Murray.
0: Yes.
1: The, one of the quads. Janice oh, I don't ready?
0: remember. I, I only vaguely remember that one.
1: <laughs> that happened in between there too. Before yeah. she did Long kiss Night. Okay, so longest good night the the premise is
0: yeah we'll let you know when we're getting to spoilers but we'll give like the basic premise and then overall thoughts yeah. and then we'll go into spoiler territory
1: premise is a uh woman has amnesia she's in the suburbs of like is it Jersey
0: I think so yes okay
1: a woman living in the suburbs of Jersey has amnesia. She just, her life starts as she sort of is saved and wakes up on some beach. And then she's like starting over not knowing. And she was
0: pregnant when she woke up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When she woke up and uh, yeah. And then for, for reasons unknown, her family home is attacked and the adventure begins. Right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the,
0: yeah there's a scene she's she's in a a Christmas parade and it's right. broadcast on TV and some guy sees her and you don't know why but he freaks out and then breaks out of prison and yes. then um attacks her home yeah. and uh and it, this is all about her past coming to coming back to haunt her
1: and she has been trying to figure out who she is so she'd been going to many different uh PAs private investigators to try to figure out so Samuel Jackson happens to be one of these private investigators that she had been hiring one of the last low rent PIs, that that has her case file for some reason.
0: Yeah. So that's where it starts. Uh... There's not a lot more to get into. We can talk big picture. It was written by Shane black who also wrote kiss, kiss, bang, bang. And, um, a number of other movies that I, uh, I think he's a great action writer and um, sometimes director. Um, there's a few <laughs> major exceptions to that, but right. uh, he wrote Iron Man three, which is one of the good ones from my I like perspective. So much. I like that one a lot. And it's a very Shane black movie. Um, he wrote the nice guys with Ryan Gosling. And um, I punch people when I'm drunk. What's his name? Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh And, uh, that was a good movie too. Like he has a very particular style, but it's just, oh, I love it. It's so fun. And this was a very Shane black kind of script. Um, He didn't direct it. Um, lots of good stunts. Um, uh, very, uh, some silly action moments to be sure. Um, massive destruction and explosions and just Mm -hmm. very diehard in that sense. But, um, the to me the deeper themes are what make this movie interesting like i do not think that i would read as much into die hard as i did with this and die Die hard to me is just about a guy who's trying to do the right thing and he's not going to quit but there's something else in this one about about a lost identity that has certain skills that she is scared of but she also needs and then it's a story about integration
1: yeah yeah so we drop in
0: spoilers then
1: we're gonna get into spoiler world so you know the amnesia theme is interesting it's been explored kind of all all over the place
0: yeah it's a writing trope for sure
1: yeah i like i love it in the soap operas Uh, yes (laughs) like nearly every characters (laughs) have amnesia for reasons yeah Uh, so yeah the, the things that trigger her memories or what it means to, like, our brains are so fascinating, the ways in which, I mean, they could be injured and then you lose access to where you stored stuff and or something traumatic can happen such that, oh, no, this is too scary. We can't look at it right now. We're going to hide it until you have new Better resources to actually manage and handle that. So Mm -hmm. tons of people who have repressed memories or don't remember their childhood, that is likely the picture is something was scary enough to their unconscious mind that they're like, oh, no, 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 we're just going to wait. We're just going to like store this somewhere behind your knee or something. And then when you need it later, uh or you have the better resources to manage whatever happened to you then we'll just bring it out.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's important to point out this is a this is a Hollywood version of this this uh phenomena of yeah. disconnecting from parts. Like I, I was having a conversation recently. Do you ever see the United States of Terra?
1: Oh, heck yeah.
0: So, uh Tony Collette is a fucking goddess. I love she's one of my favorite actresses of all time. Yeah. Um and she just incredible and I kind of hated that show. Um, and I thought her performances were, I mean, she plays multiple characters cause she, pl- she has disassociative identity disorder. I mm-hmm. didn't like that show because even though it was trying to portray the difficulties of this, mm-hmm. it's still in many ways from my perspective, glorified this, um, this trauma pattern, this, this um, uh, brain disorder, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, and it, it definitely Hollywoodified in a way that I was watching it. And I know enough about DID to go if I had dissociative identity disorder, one of two things: either this show would be really bad for me, right, or I would hate it and be very offended by it. Um, Makes and I, that so when when it comes to amnesia, I like thinking of it because you and I do this all the time as aspects of ourselves instead of thinking about like. Well, I've never had amnesia, so this isn't relevant to me. You think about it like no, but you can forget parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not with, with with repressed memories of trauma in our past. It's not so much that we forget entire things that happened. You you that that's kind of a myth. There's a good book on it called The Myth of Repressed Memories by Elizabeth Loftus, if you want to look more into this. That doesn't really happen that way. But what does happen is you lose connection with certain ways of being of Mm -hmm. certain responses to certain behaviors. So something happens to you and you have a response. And then at some point that that ability to respond in that way is forgotten and lost. And that's where I thought this movie was Mm -hmm. so good about bringing back this thing that's scary and, like, I have my ideas on what I think that is archetypally.
1: Right. Um, I – so what happens for her, she's taking someone home after a Christmas party on the ice and they crash right. into an elk.
0: That's right. And
1: she hits her head or she flies through the windshield or some some such happens. I don't know if the old dude dies or not. I don't know
0: Oh, I think he does. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So – yeah, she's Pretty like, sure the car bleeding and the car's burning up, and then, and then you know, and then somehow she has new access, having bonked her head to some old skills, which she first discovers with uh, cutting food. I
0: think, well, I think she has a vision when she hit her head. Yeah. Where she sees herself standing on a cliff above uh, above the ocean at night. And there's a mirror and she's looking in the mirror, but it's a different version of her with different hair. And yeah. she's like, I'm coming back. And she says, do you have a cigarette? And she goes, I don't smoke. And she says, you used to. And then she's like, I'm coming back. Yeah. And then it's like scary. And she like attacks her. And then you're like, oh, what is this thing that's coming back? And then, yeah, then the cutting food thing, you can tell that part. Yeah. I'm
1: loving it. She's like in the kitchen, like being made fun of by her like husband and her kid or whatever. Cause she's slowly chopping vegetables and maybe not being useful, but at some point she just like gets into a zone and then she's like chopping all the vegetables. She's like, throw all the vegetables at me. She's like, I must've been been a chef. I must've been a chef. And then she throws up a pepper and then like throws the knife at the pepper (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the wall like, like spins through the air and stabs into the wall. She's like chefs do that. Yeah, everybody kind of stops and looks at her, and she's like, "Chefs do that." <laughs> totally, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: so fascinating. I, I'm not sure. Like la- later, when when there's more conflict between the two, as she's discovering, like. I think it's interesting how slowly they allow this other self to – come into her body because in yeah. in like newer more recent things right. you get a bonk on the head and then suddenly she's instantaneously the other person mm-hmm. like more but this particular movie does it so slowly i'm getting grumpy it takes it's
0: time and they they torture her literally before it comes out and it's like that's how hard it is and how desperate things have to get before she'll let her guard down and this thing will come back out and then yeah
1: yeah I mean, like, like her house is getting blown up, and her, like, yeah. And that part's not enough. <laughs> no, it's very interesting. I also Samuel L. Jackson is so very himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. In this everything is like one is. of the most Samuel L. Jackson roles Samuel L. Jackson has ever done. Although I don't know if he says motherfucker. Does he, he? does? He does, he does. Okay.
1: yeah, a couple times. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a thing about does he get paid a couple three million per motherfucker something that, that might be
0: more recent than that movie, but yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting choice for sure. I'm like there's there's a dynamic between the two of them that I uh, I kind of don't buy it. It's a weird like here's these two are on this adventure together there's something Yeah scratchy to me about it
0: I Yeah his motivation was not totally clear I do like the ending where they like give him this moment of recognition which is which speaks back to the character building moment where he tries to be nice to his kid and his kid is like you probably stole this and uh, and he's like, no, I didn't. And then, um, yeah. And so there's a nice callback to that. But they don't really, from a script perspective, they don't really tie in why is that connected to why he wants to help her. He doesn't have a lot of clear motivation for putting his life in danger in this way other than yeah. you're sure a nice lady and I don't want to have anything bad happen to you. And then yeah. he just stays with her through all this. But I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I still liked it, but I get you the, from a writing perspective, that was a little weak.
1: Yeah, and yeah, there's also Atlantic City is an interesting place to suddenly end up when your self decides to like fully emerge this like Mm -hmm. old self. I don't know. There's there's some funny stuff there. I don't know that I had any. I know that in life there's. There is a version of me that I have repressed. There's a there's a, like a 2007 version of Adrienne that I was scared of for some years and figuring out how to like reintegrate that part of myself is like part of the story. And that like came up and I'm like, oh, I might be relating to this.
0: So what do you feel like if you had to go with like, what's the big takeaway or the big theme for you? Like if we were to sum up like your enlightened couch potato journey with this movie, how did it impact you and what was it personally transformative for you? And then uh, I'll share mine.
1: So I straight up am confused about why this movie didn't launch a whole bunch of actresses action careers. Cause Davis does pick-ass in this she nails and, it yeah i don't i don't know that's kind of weird and and it's more like this movie is more common now with like peppermint recently with jennifer garner yeah. and like all the Shirley, Shirley saran movies and those i it's just so weird that we have like a dirge of like a decade of not this kind of movie
0: yeah, I would take Gina Davis over Sandra Bullock or any of those other people at that time. And even any of the act, almost any of the action stars now, she's so, I mean, she's like six foot. Two or something like that, too. And she's built like she's actually got some meat on her bones. Like you believe it when she starts throwing guys around. I'm like, okay, yeah, because I can see her shoulders, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, and and she's she's gorgeous and charming as fuck mm-hmm. and hilarious for comedic timing when she like comes in the backyard and that kid is smoking. And yeah. then she's holding a fucking rifle and she's like, what did I tell you about smoking? And then she takes the cigarette and smokes it. And then it's like, if you tell anybody that you saw me, I'll kill you. And then she <laughs> like throws the cigarette back. And like it, she's so good. I love yeah. her in this role. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting
1: because even more epically than this movie, I think gina davis in league of league of their own oh yeah is one of the most powerful and inspiring humans just kicking ass and that and it's so fascinating how like her integrity in that movie is actually that movie to me is a bit more like like fuck yeah it's like she like deeply is really good at this thing and and then she like does it for a year, and then she's just done. Because mm. I don't know. There's something about her fortitude in mm. that that I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. wow, when I grow up, I want to feel that great yeah, and that certain about anything. Yeah. Um, so for this movie, for me, boy, I still haven't integrated it. Because there's, I don't know, what we call it, like bad girl assassin lady, and then teacher- like loving teacher lady with family and how, how the two of them can like play well together and that one of them has things that the other one wants and needs and that they both probably always existed together
0: is... There was, there was a key moment when uh, Sam Jackson's character says to her, I think what happened was for about for eight years you forgot to hate yourself. And that, is, that speaks to that idea that the, the, the school teacher was there before, but she wasn't able to come out. Mm-hmm. When I think about this movie archetypally, the way that it clicked for me this time was that yeah. this movie is about integrating your yang, specifically the aspect of yang that is the killer,
1: uh. the,
0: the predator. The the one who will who will fight back or even strike preemptively and the deep fear we have about being dangerous. Yes. And I've heard it said before that you cannot be a protector if you are not dangerous yourself, because anyone else who is dangerous will kick the snot out of you. And there's something in this to me, especially about a woman like the female the feminine incorporating that killer instinct and then, and then integrating them because she had that, the yin loving mothering self too. And at the end, she's both, she's figured out. And then she also chooses to let the loving side lead like spoilers for the very end. She's like, I'm going to go back to that life. The one where I have a daughter and a loving husband and I'm a school teacher, but I also can still kill you if I have to. Yes. And I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> that is that to me, just the fear around, I don't want this part to come out because you don't want that part to lead. But sometimes, uh, sometimes it's like, no, the school teacher needs to go away now because <laughs> this needs to come out. And we had given ourselves the assignment to sort of figure out power. And I've been mm-hmm. thinking
1: about the predator aspect yeah. Since having watched that movie, I definitely have uh, <laughs> I've very much tucked away the like very competitive predator side of my human.
0: You know, this wow. relates to the conversation we were having before the show started. Yes. About the the striving, the struggle, the where is that drive to go out and just conquer stuff? Yeah, that's the predator. That's the Yang. Like. In in life, you're either the running away from the predator. Um, and, and and the weird thing about that is like a deer eating grass is in predator mode. Like you're looking at it, the, the deer doesn't think of the grass as feelings, neither does the tiger eating the deer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just an object that I'm about to eat and 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 I'm not concerned about it that's the predator mode and what we want if you want to be enlightened is both of those you want to have the yin and the yang um whereas the animals don't have that quite as much
1: i think that's why burgers for me <laughs> <laughs> when i think of it like the thing i don't want to do is just like come up and it's drippy all yep. over the place. That is just yep. really why burgers have been calling to yep. me. It's just I just want to dig my teeth. You're just, yep. <laughs> Deeply satisfying. Fucking get it not me. Absolutely.
0: Uh, right. Yeah. 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 So this movie to me really was a great example of capturing um, that uh, the Yang side from the spiral dynamics values systems. It's that uh, the odd number, particularly red. Mm-hmm. This movie is about mm-hmm. embracing the values level 3 that red energy of I want that I'm going to go take it and then and then what did she do instead of just being the selfish I'm going to you know have fun and make money and do drugs and all that she's like no now I'm going to turn this and I'm going to use it to protect my daughter and I'm going to use it to save what did they say, like 7,000 people that were going to die at the end if she didn't save the day? So that's the hero. The hero brings the predator and tames the predator enough to aim it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They attempted to, to hire her continually for stuff. She turned that down? Yeah. Just double checking. I actually don't quite know what she does to satisfy, I mean, other than kill the noisy frog. Uh, At the end there, there's some question mark about how does she satisfy that aspect of herself?
0: Mm, Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe we don't see that. my, My assumption is just based on how I'm sort of interpreting the happy ending of the story is that the implication is that she's now the more the school teacher but she hasn't lost it and so that that tells me that it's there we just don't see how she does it but maybe she gets into mma fighting or um maybe she uh um i don't know maybe she handles it in the bedroom
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is like potentially
0: yeah Yeah, her and her husband seem very happy with each other so maybe (laughs) maybe there's some stuff going on there
1: (laughs) also he's just chill he's like cool
0: yeah. You, right. Like,
1: there's who knows he is the wettest mop of any
0: yeah. character I've it, seen it was, in a very long so time, so which is great. He's like whoever you discover that you are, I will still love you. And that's that was really cool. I liked that. There was a lot of emotionally tender moments that were really interesting to me and, and like like there was some like whiplash, like, um, that the chopping scene is so sweet and so like authentic and it feels really real and over the top and very Hollywood. Mm -hmm. They're throwing vegetables. Who the fuck is going to do that? But it's like, oh, this is, this is so cool. And she's chopping all these things and then she throws it and you're like, oh, (laughs) whoa. Like that feeling of like, it just turned on you. And like, you feel what they're feeling and then the fear when she uh when she finds the gun dis- disassembled under her uh in her su- hidden in her yeah, suitcase yeah. this is the luggage she's had for all this time or maybe he brought it to her i don't remember but he right. she opens it up and there's this sniper rifle in there and then she's like oh i know how to put this together and okay. like the feeling of like oh my god who was i that's such a neat like almost like matrixy kind of feeling like um I love the way this this show pl- plays with uh identity and um the feelings around who am I and um and maybe there's a version of me that's in there that is fully formed and I'm just l- out of touch with it. Totally. I play with that a lot in the work that I the coaching work that I do with people.
1: I think it's fascinating that this version this character that Samuel Jackson is playing has the wisdom to not suddenly as she's attacking him with sex, kind of.
0: Oh, right. I like that. Well,
1: he's just like, Yeah, yeah, I know what this is. You're just trying to like kill her for good. Yeah, the other lady. I remember the other lady, and I'm like,
0: really? <laughs> You didn't buy it. I just fine. thought that meant he was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> good guys don't exist
1: (laughs) i'm just i'm just attempting to be like am i that good a guy
0: (laughs) if gina davis is coming on to you would i be able to turn it down i don't know it's like you're
1: drunk it's atlantic city maybe maybe, i don't know i there's um
0: there's a line i don't remember if i shared this with you before there's a line from game of thrones that always stood out to me mm -hmm. and um it's about there's this uh, I can't remember. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No, but okay. I will at some point. So there's this character named I think it's like Dario Naharis or something like that, and he he's the only character who could, the actor quit, and they had to find a different actor for after the first scene, or after the first season. Yeah. Um. But uh there's one scene when he ends up meeting. I'm totally gonna fuck this up. He ends up meeting this character who's now a queen that he had met before when she was like a slave okay and um, she asks him uh, I'm sure I'm getting this wrong she asks him why didn't you rape me basically when I was a slave and he says that doesn't interest me and he said there are two the two greatest pleasures in life are um, uh, making love with a woman who wants to And taking the life of a man who doesn't want you to. (laughs) (laughs) And I've always been like, that Mm -hmm. was such a badass motherfucking moment to be like, no, the idea of having sex with someone who doesn't want it is gross. Yeah. And that like embracing that and going like, yeah, that's what it. Well, maybe, maybe not the taking the life of a man who doesn't part, but like that part, (laughs) that's a good part. And like for him to be like, oh, she's not, she doesn't really want me right now. Like I'm just an, I'm just a tool that she wants to use. And like, I, I think he did, that is an emotional maturity to notice that's what's going on. But again, I just thought that was like an indication that he was a good guy who'd had a a shitty life up to that point. But deep down he had character and I liked that. Makes sense.
1: It, it was, I don't know. It was also a little cringy for me for some reason. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Uh. So it's great that it didn't happen. Cause I was like, I yeah. don't want to see it.
0: Oh, okay. No, I think it's supposed <laughs> to be cringy in that way. Yeah. Like that was the point is you were yeah. supposed to be like, Ugh, this is not, and he could feel it too.
1: Yeah, that's fair. It's, I suppose probably, uh, there are no like yes bells going off somewhere. I'm like, no, right? Something else right. is happening. This is not, this is not happy yay times. Something yeah. weird's going
0: on, and I don't want to play. Can we talk about the ridiculous? W- w- let me talk about my fate. W- should we do good or bad first? <laughs> I don't know. Go but, for um. It. Like, let's talk about the most ridiculous action scenes, and then let's talk about my favorite scene. So, um, for me. Um, the fucking ice skates really like they they set it up when she's running into the house and she kicks the ice skates out of the way and yeah. then the, the the Samuel Jackson's driving away and she's like I have to catch up to the car there's a conveniently frozen lake right next Mate. to my house yeah. and then real quick I'm going to lace up these <laughs> these ice skates and I'm going to skate faster than the cars so yes. I can cut them off and shoot them and Oh, come on. <laughs> like also that's- the physics of not like the back, what is it called when you're like the done? kick? Yeah, not moving you anyway. Yeah Well, I, I there's just what what is it the like um you have to like uh you have to shut off your suspension of disbelief moments yeah. and yeah, there's yeah. a lot there's we've gotten better at that like movies are getting better in general about having fewer and fewer of those and the more you go back in time the more you're just like okay <laughs> somebody's like, like oh jo- john wick like, is a pretty good example where at least the first assassin. one in particular oh sorry go ahead
1: what? i know she's female assassin Oh uh, skates
0: cause it's right. winter. Also, right. this is a Christmas movie technically. So it gets to be I, know- on the I noticed that too. This <laughs> one like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Die Hard is another um secret Christmas action movie. <laughs> yeah. They just did that with all of them.
1: Wait a second. So the same guy wrote this movie, Iron Man 3 and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That guy mm-hmm. has written three
0: Christmas action movies. Christmas
1: movies. <laughs> I think, a, like, I, I think there might
0: be an I think there might be another one too. I'll have to look that one up.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, um, so what's what's is there another ridiculous?
0: I'm not remembering them. Um uh other ridiculous ones. Uh the the other moment that made me just go <sighs> was when she steals the truck that's been turned into a bomb and, and I- then uh she <laughs> she of course the brake lines have somehow been cut. Sure, Like uh, someone else was driving this and they were going to go someplace and stop the truck. They weren't right. just going to let it run. So nobody cut them. Like how many bullets would you actually have to fire at something for the brake lines to act, to get hit. And then the truck goes off a, a massive like overpass and turns on its side and her, six-year-old whatever daughter like is in a way. toolbox in the back and i was just thinking like when she opens that it's just gonna be like pudding
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but
0: even to get there, i remember now most
1: ridiculous even to get there she somehow figured out how to like blow open the freezer door
0: oh right yeah yeah and she knew ahead of time to plan to put gasoline in the doll yeah I don't know that that one was at least they were trying to be creative about like she was going to solve a puzzle. Sure. So my favorite moment in the whole movie and this this moment is burned in my brain is the the torture scene with the cold water when they're dunking her. She's strapped up like this. They're dunking her in. They do it like two or three times and the moment when she turns and you see the uh, like Charlie, the 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 killer come out yes. and she's like um, something about like you touched me. I think I need a bath. And <laughs> she's like, put me back in. And it's the same energy as Daniel Craig at the end of Casino Royale when it, the guy's torturing him and he's like. Laughing at his at him while he's torturing him, and it's like I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. And that that is a power move right there. Yeah. And then when she comes out and she's got the gun, and she rises out of the water, that moment was burned into my brain when I first saw it. It's so badass.
1: Yeah. This is the scene where she starts to get all of her memories back, and this yes. other part of her completely returns. I did not somehow remember from watching it, you know, decades ago, that she has to like uh, grab through the
0: old right. guys' junk to get that yeah. gun. Yeah, and they set that up. They were like, yeah. most guys aren't comfortable patting down another. And so, so that's why he keeps it there, and she remembers. And they don't, they don't over the top like. Um, they don't play a voiceover of the guy no. saying it again. No. They're just like, you have to remember that that happened, which I, I appreciate they didn't spoon feed you quite yeah. that much. Some movies are bad about that. But overall, I felt like this movie to me was as, a, as, an, as an archetypal metaphor for embracing the scarier aspects of your yang mm-hmm. um, and then doing that in a female character cre- increases the distance that um, that she has to go at least culturally like the programming is it's it's more acceptable for guys to go there than it is for women I'm not saying that's right that's right wrong it should be more acceptable but it, it the the story is more profound if this was a story about a guy who's a school teacher and he becomes it's not as great a distance nope. for that her to sense. go from mother and school teacher to to believable badass killer and um that makes it like a deeper integration in you uh, or in me when I watch it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I I'd say it's it, I didn't feel uh, grumpy about the time I spent. It's which is fascinating because it's not. A, it's an old movie. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to just sort of go. Uh-huh, 90s. Yep. uh
0: nineties. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I damn it. Gina Davis. But solid. Solid yeah. movies are solid movies. You know, like you go back and watch um Back to the Future, and that movie, that movie does not have a wasted moment. Yeah. Every single line pays off somewhere, and this is not that. Quality of perfect movie, but um, it's it, it's a solid movie that holds up. Like when you go back and watch really good movies from the seventies or even the sixties, like they're still good. They're still solid.
1: Oh, my unconscious mind is telling me why this movie did not stand out for me, and it's saying it twice because it happened twice. So, Lefem Nikita.
0: Yeah. Oh, so was this before Nikita? or after that?
1: No, it's around the same time. So the La Femme Nikita, the French film. Yes. Is similar, I think, to a woman who has amnesia, doesn't remember she's an assassin. I believe uh-huh. something like that. And then they made the TV show Le Femme Nikita with this Australian actress who was also amazing. And this is pre-alias by a couple few years.
0: Okay. So- it, th- this is why I was asking, when did that come out? Right. Because this is almost certainly, when people reviewed this, they probably said, oh, this is an, a Nikita ripoff." off um, And it, it, because that one happened in 1990, and this was like 96, 93, mm-hmm. something like that. And when did um, the TV long, show happen? 96. Uh, the TV show happened, I just looked it up. La Femme.
1: Because I think they did it. Okay, I think there are three. There's the French.
0: 1997. So the TV show happened right after this.
1: Yeah. So there's a French film. There's an American remake. And then I think there's a TV show. Mm -hmm. And they're all happening in this sort of chunk of time. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Because I was like super into that
0: movie. You're totally right. I, I, I believe that that is probably culturally why people missed it too. Because they were like, I've already seen this movie.
1: Dude thanks unconscious mind
0: yeah, yeah I, I bet you're I see, bet you're a hundred percent right
1: I want to go back and see those because I forget well, who did the American version of it
0: what do you feel was it you no know, I'm gonna say that out loud and then be very embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, oh this is good television right here watching us look things up on the internet
1: Okay. Um, The movie, though.
0: 1990 is the... French one. Right. There's an American
1: remake, I swear.
0: I don't see an American remake.
1: Am I making it up? I don't think I'm making it up.
0: Oh, man. This oh, is wow. probably something we should do later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, how do you feel about, um, I mean, this I'm, This is a rabbit hole bunny trail for sure, sure. And I don't know how deep it would be, but do you want to do Cutthroat Island? I was going to watch it anyway. Oh.
1: Okay. Let's do Cutthroat Island, but also talk about WandaVision next time
0: we're back. Oh, okay. Let's do a double feature. That's good. <laughs> oh, is it going to be done? Uh, It's not. It's not. There's two more episodes. So next time we will be right before the last episode. Ooh, okay. I guess we can wait on that. Maybe. Well, we we can find something else to talk about if we need to have two things. But I like this. I like talking about one thing and going really deep. What do you think? It works. It works. I just hope we do it like where we agree in and then we both show
1: up on the same day having recently seen it.
0: Yes. <laughs> and also next time I want one that you feel like you had a personal impact with, or, or I mean like the point of enlightened couch potato is that theoretically you should be able to do this methodology with any movie, even a movie you don't like. Yeah. Um, so that's the challenge for us is like, can you do it with cutthroat Island? <laughs> <And> <laughs> those movies are easier than others, but, um, but at some point I want to do this with something that's like meaningful and significant for you. Perfect. And then I'll go and have that journey. Cause this yeah. one was really meaningful to me.
1: Yeah. Well, and I didn't know that we, you told me to watch it and then I did. And then, and then just last week, you're like, here's what we want to do.
0: And I was like, Oh, do that. I didn't. Uh-huh. To do. And then I then was like before. <laughs> before. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll do that. Let's do that with Cutthroat Island. Okay. And see, Cause I think this movie is silly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, And then we'll see if we can, if we can challenge ourselves and then we'll pick some, you, you pick something after that. Okay.
1: Okay. We're going to have a profoundly deep learning.
0: With a silly pirate with movie. Silly pirate.
1: <laughs> I'm really, yay.
0: I'm oh, kind man. of super excited. Cause <laughs> I, I was already going to do this with Faye and she's like, over the moon about it she's like there's a pirate movie i haven't seen she's like she used to sail you know like she was on a big on a tall ship for like a whole summer yeah like she would have to sit up in the thing be cold and like yeah (laughs) nice all right anyway all right
1: that was fun (laughs) i'll see you next
0: week later